Hello Rockers and Mercurians, it's Rock Mercury here and welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. Today our topic is going to be why I choose to drive and take the stairs and we're going to explain why. You know, I don't, um, some of you guys know I don't take, I do not fly anymore, I don't take any planes and I don't deal with elevators and I want to just explain why and kind of chat with you guys about it. Um, while I drink my little smoothie here, my um, ginger berry smoothie, uh, blueberries, strawberries, um, alkaline, uh, spring water, coconut, hemp seed, um, key lime, uh, and some dates. Put some dates in here too for sweetness. So toast to you guys. Um, thank you guys for joining. If you guys are listening to the podcast, it's available on all pla- um, podcast platforms. So let's get into this and take a, first, a little sip for the morning. It's it's early this morning. I'm, I have a um, mm, I have a party to go to in Calabasas today. Excited about it. Um, and then I'm going to. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna do the little workout before. After I finish this, this live, I'm gonna drink my smoothie, do a little workout, a little yoga. If you guys want to join me on Instagram Live, I'll, I'll be doing that on Instagram Live for the yoga part. Um, and we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I'm gonna do like a like a. I'll, I'll do a session to where you guys will be able to follow along, even if you're just listening. So, hope you guys can tune in if you guys would like to. Let's go ahead and just make sure that this light's a little intense right now. Um, I guess it's going to be intense. But sunlight's good. We love the sunlight. All right. So, I want to talk, chat about... First of all, I had a crazy dream last night that ended with um, like this front door right here. My front door... Um, I was like walking from th- from this this walkway out here, and then this like this Middle Eastern man, very handsome, very handsome man, like just walks in my door, and he looks at my couch. He, he like throws his coat on the couch, and he just like looks at me, and I'm like, I don't even know whether whether to be terrified or whether to be like, um, are we about to do something? You know, like this is hot. But then I was also like terrified, and I woke up from it. Um, I say Middle Eastern because I don't know why he was, I don't, I don't know this person. All I can say is that he was like this really tall, very handsome, um, like Middle Eastern dude. Um, I don't, I have no idea what the dream meant. The, other, the rest of the dream was kind of bizarre too, but it was very vivid. Um, but that last moment scared, and like I woke up, like I woke up actually saying, what, wait, I, I said like wait or something like, oh, I, I, I didn't know what to say. I just said something like in shock because it was, he was, he was so... <laughs> <laughs> he was so good looking that I was like not sure like he could have been inside like he had a stern look on his face and he didn't look like inviting and he looked like he was about to like I don't know I don't know what was about to happen it was a lot it was a lot and I just wanted to share that real quick before I forget about it but um I don't I don't understand what that dream was about um well, I guess we'll find out I hope it's not sometimes I have dreams that predict the future and I'm hoping that that's not my future I guess because I don't know what happens after but it was it it shocked me it shocked me awake. I was like, <laughs> like, and it's literally, I audibly said something. Like when I woke up, I heard myself. My dog even woke up. He was like, what? he I saw him, I saw him on his bed. He was like, he looked at me like, what are you talking about? He was like, what are you talking about? You know, it was a mess. So, um, that that was my, that was that dream. You you guys, some of you guys know I've talked about after I um, finished doing cannabis or. Um, I've been oh, years and years of uh, smoking cannabis or like um, partaking in cannabis, I'll say. Um, and I've quit and then my dreams all came back. They're not, my dreams have been treacherous since I was a kid. They've been very vivid, very um, intense. And so I just, they, they've continued. I have not, they've not stopped. So I'm just letting y'all know. Uh, someone said, um, Devin says, did you ever make it to Houston? Um, I'm supposed to be driving to Houston soon, but these doggone gas prices, and I need to go buy me a Tesla. Mm. But I do want to go to Houston. I was talking to my, um, I was talking to my, my mother yesterday, and she was like hanging out with my little nephew, my little baby nephew. I was like, oh, I want to go out there. I want to see him. Like he's over there walking. He's he just just was born like a less than a year ago, and he's like almost walking already. And He's just so active. I'm so excited to go back to Houston, but I refuse to get on a plane to do it. I refuse. And this is not from fear. This 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 podcast today is about, you know, why I choose to not fly anymore and why I do not take the elevator at all anymore. Um, and I want to share that and like kind of go through that. 
Um, Nancy says, I had a blueberry smoothie. Um, good for you. That's great. I love blueberries. I love wild blueberries the most. They're so delicious. Um, but like, I'm glad you're getting your, your smoothies in. Um, Nancy says, you're enlightened. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, thank you for noticing. Um, HBM says, let me get a whoop whoop. Whoop whoop? What, what is whoop whoop for? <laughs> um, are you part of the LGBTQ? Says, too exclusive, Caleb. Um, it doesn't matter because I'm not dating anybody. So that, that's not important at all because I am single for life. I'm divorced and happily divorced. Um, so <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> um, mm. Y'all, before I get into this topic too, I, I do want to just, I want to tap on it a little bit. I don't know too much about it, so I can't make a full episode about this, but I don't know if you guys know about the NFT project called Bored Apes. Um, I... I was shocked this morning because after I woke up, I couldn't go back to sleep. I was like, oh my goodness, like, I need to, I don't want to go back to that dream. I was so terrified. What if I go right back to where, that, to where that man was at the end? And why was he in my house? Why was he just walking in my house as if he like, like he, was, he looked intense, like something, something crazy about to happen. And like a kidnapping or something. It felt like a kidnapping was about to happen. It was like so bizarre because his face was just so like, he didn't have any, he didn't have any like emotion. Like it was just very bizarre. All I knew was that he was Middle Eastern because he looked like I saw. I, I know I have Middle Eastern friends, and I think Middle Eastern people are very attractive and hot. But this guy was, like, super attractive. But he's, his face was super just, like, not emotions. Like, no emotions. And I was just very, I was terrified. I'm like, Oop, nobody's supposed to be here. I saw that lovely for the last time. My heart says no, no, no. Nobody's supposed to be here. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing from Deborah Cox. I was like, nobody, nobody supposed to be here. I live alone. Like, are you serious? Like, what are you doing here? Um, but anyway, let me stop before I get copywritten. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I, yeah, I just, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, Bored Apes. So the Bored Apes game, so the Bored Apes NFT project. I wanted to chat about that for a second and how apparently it's linked to a lot of um, anti-Semitic, and, um, you know, I'm trying to say the words I can say because I can't, you know, a lot of words you can't say on TikTok. So let's, let's just say very Germany, like past Germany, World War, what is that, World War One? I, I think? Yeah, World War, yeah, World War like it's, 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 there's racism involved in the, um, the, the, the board apes and also like some, a lot of anti-Semitic situations. I just look into it, you guys, I was in shock, but I also knew better. I'm like, oh, come on, like this, you can kind of see the symbolism within it. They even have bananas in the shape of a, of a swatska. You know, I can't even say the word because I don't want to get banned, but a swa. You, you feel it's the rest of a word. Um, so something that they had in Germany at a time. So like, let's, it was, and they have that, that's happening right now. That's one of the most popular NFT projects. So many celebrities replaced their profile images on Twitter, on Instagram. They replaced it with these bored apes and they still hold them in their NFT, their crypto wallets as a profit, you know, for profit. And I'm sure those prices are tanking right now with all of this new information um, going out. It's just so disturbing that they got away with it. It's like people really will just fall into anything. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. You know, it's one of the most challenging things about being woke, whatever woke means, or I, I know, or, or enlightened. I like, I like the word enlightened because it's like a pretty word. Um, is that there's so many sleep people that it just feels very lonely and very dark to know too much because then it's like what do you do with it like nobody cares like nobody wants to know enough like people are people will fall into things i never bought any of the any of the um the apes at all i knew about them i saw them i never resonated with the artwork i always thought it was a little shady and sketchy but i didn't spend enough time to associate it with all the dark things that it's associated with so that's just, that's one of the things. It's so crazy. But let's get into the, the topic of this. Let me read some more comments and then I'm going to get into the topic of why I don't fly, why I do not um, take the elevators anymore at all. Um, Hibbler. <coughs> oh, gosh, sorry. This ginger is getting me. Mm. Hibbler says, I love your live. You stay telling the facts. I just keep it real. I keep it real. And if I'm wrong, I'll come back to y'all and tell y'all I'm wrong. <laughs> And then we find out the, the, the truth, you know, and then we keep going. Like, I'm not, I don't have any ego in this. I'm just interested in, you know, discussing things. Um, 
I used to have a lot of ego, though, to be honest. A lot. I used to have a lot. I used to be like, I gotta be right. That was a long time ago, though. Um, you look so different with your hair braided. Just wow, morning, by the way. Thank you. Uh, my, my hair is just like, it, like this, the braids are not looking cute today. Like, I just did my sleeping braids. I just put a little band on, keeping it moving. Um, a or A, love the guy. Love this guy. Thank you so much, Pros Photos Gaming. Appreciate it. Um, Nancy said, sing it. You know, I'm trying to sing my, my Deborah Cox. I love Deborah Cox. She's still out here. Still out here selling, um, doing shows to thousands of people. She's killing the game. Looking amazing. Looking, looking just as young as she did back then. I grew up on Deborah Cox, so it's just so excited to see her out there performing to this day. Um, Nancy Roberts says, Native American. Native American, I understand. Mm. Yeah, you see? You understand exactly what's going on. <clears throat> Okay, so here, so the situation, like, without flying, I've flown a lot of times, by the way. Before I get into this, it's not like I've never flown and I don't know, like, I'm afraid. It's not about me being afraid of flying, like, the actual, like, plane situation. Um, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. And I think it's time, in this time in life, we can stop pretending as if there's not extraterrestrials out there. And that there's not extraterrestrial transportation. Um, at this point, the CIA itself has released videos that we've already seen, some of them. But they released it and said, like, hey, we don't know what these are. These unidentified flying objects. Now, that's a lie. The lie is the lie is that they don't know what it is. <laughs> that's like, a that's how dare they, honestly. Because they, they've known about this for so long. They have been infiltrated and connected with these extraterrestri extraterrestrial beings for way before most of us were alive. You know, to be really real, it's before, like, before our species even existed, these extraterrestrials have been on Earth. So, I don't know why they're choosing to continue that part of the lie. They're making it seem as if, oh, we're just gonna go ahead and release these images and show you guys, like, we, we legally have to show it to you guys after a certain amount of years, but they've been holding it back for 40, 50 years, however long they put it in that, in the, um, in the law that they have to like release different data to us um but we're just going to show it to you guys now and now we feel like it's time but we're going to say we don't know where it came from so that we don't so we're not in the wrong um i think that's insane it's sad that people believe that um but the important part is that now we know for sure as if i mean i already know but now we know for sure um that there's extraterrestrial transportation so it's like when you know that there is this there's different different um, types of ships and spaceships that can, you know, float above ground and move this way, that way, left, back, right. You know, they're they're not as archaic as an airplane. There's technology that is so advanced that, like, it makes you see it makes an airplane seem like a joke, like a like a stunt. Like it literally when I when I'm on an airplane or when I'm going to the airport, it feels like I'm I'm doing a stunt or something. Like I'm like I hope I survive. Hope the plane like it seems so disturbed like it's like I don't go hang gliding, I don't go I don't go skydiving, um I don't even go diving itself, <laughs> um I don't I don't do any of those things like I like to live in my life, um, I like picking the safest option because life's already fragile enough, and we're these soft beings we're not trying to be the hardest beings the most strongest you know we're not we're not um what is it called it indefeatable or we're not you know we we can be damaged, um. And I just really feel like, with that being said, like to know that there's extraterrestrial vehicles and still fly is kind of bizarre for me personally. Um, and somebody like me, I've worked with some very high clearance projects that I wish I could talk about on here, but I would get probably assassinated, but or something. I don't know. It would, just, it would not be a good situation if I talked about some of the things I've like been involved in, government-wise. Um, and it's just hard for me to see the things I've seen and still get on a plane. Now, I did do it when I went to New York. It was a terrible experience. So much turbulence, so much this ghetto behavior at the airports, TSA, acting like they didn't just come out of prison themselves, trying to treat, trying to treat us like they're better than us and search our stuff. Like, these people are getting paid minimum wage, basically, and they're over here disrespecting us, you know? It's like a big show. It's like just a big old um, theater show of, we're being security. It's just, like, what are you guys talking about? This is so terrible. Like, I hate the experience at the airport. It's, like, the most disgusting experience. They have you take your shoes off. It's like, what are we doing? This nasty floor? We want to take our shoes off on this nasty floor out here in this public situation? Y'all aren't even cleaning it enough? Um, they're over here, like, 
planting stuff in your bag, stealing stuff from your from your luggage. Like it's just a terrible experience from front to end. You know, of course, private jets are a little bit better, but private jets crash way more often because they're so much tinier and they they have different they have different standards than a commercial jet. Um, different checks and balances they do to make sure that the plane is ready before it flies off. Um, it's just a different amount of intensity. It's not, I mean, they both they check both of them, but they they check the commercial planes more because there's more people on them, and mm, they tend they have less they have less crashes apparently. So it's like that's not, that doesn't solve the issue either. And you're not as comfortable on a private jet a lot of times, like because you don't you feel a little more. I mean, you're comfortable in a way, but you're not like like this way. If you've been on a private jet, you know there's like even more turbulence on a private jet. Like there's so much turbulence. So. I just don't, I'm not interested in these experiences. Like, I would rather drive. And I know driving takes forever. And I know you can't get overseas driving. Um, that's, I, I get it. Um, but as far as America, like, I don't mind taking the long time, like, driving it out, stopping where I want to stop. At least I know that I'm in control of my car. I'm in control of making sure that my car is in good shape before I'm driving off. Um, if something goes down, at least I'm on the ground and not in the air, where I'm just gonna fall through, wherever I'm gonna fall. Um, it just seems, I feel, I like the control of it, you know? I like to be in control of my my traveling. I don't wanna just go and like, okay, I'm just gonna put my hands in the air. Like, we don't even know the captain that's driving us. You know, I barely like getting in Ubers, to be honest. I, don't, I barely like getting in the Uber because I don't know these drivers either. Um, but at least we're on the ground. At least I can get out the car if I need to. Hopefully. Unless they try to lock you in the car. Like happens sometimes to some people. Um, but I just really don't trust. I don't trust these random pilots. Like, who are these people? Who are they? Like, um, I know they're maybe trained. I know it takes a lot of work to get in there. But, like, I just, I don't, I just don't know. And mental health is so fragile for the world that I don't know if these people are having a really bad day or if they're on some substance or whatever happened. I don't know. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Um, and it's, and it's just, I am, I have an issue with the government knowing that there is better ways to travel and purposefully keeping those away from us in order to maintain the false narrative that they don't, that they didn't know that there's extraterrestrials or they're, or they're not connected and working with them since day one, since before day one. These extraterrestrials are the reason we're even here. Like they have, they are from the dawn of our existence as humans. You know, like this is, they've been here. They're, they're not even, they're not even a day anymore. They're basically like our parents in a way. Like it's very, it's just a rough thing to, to just deny this and then continue flying in an archaic like in my opinion these planes that we have today are very similar to the way we think about like the wooden planes that they first started off with we don't find wooden planes anymore at all we have no wooden planes out there but yet we're willing to fly on these archaic jets you know we're willing to fly on these archaic jets as if it's going to be safer somehow than a wooden plane when there's extraterrestrial UFOs, unidentified flying objects, not not unidentified because they know exactly who they are. People have seen them for so so many years. The government has lied to us and told us, "Oh, you're crazy. That's nothing. That's just a balloon. That's just a, that's just a cloud. That's just a satellite. That's just that." You know, people have gotten videos and they discredited them until they, the CIA, put it out themselves. And I'm like, okay, at this point, can we? please use these extraterrestrial flying crafts. If, if that was the case, I would use those because I trust that more. If they're able to get from different planets, some say different dimensions, but I'm just going to, I'm going to stick with the planets. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to um, stick with those. Like I'm like, I, the fact that they can get from different planet to ours makes me feel comfortable with going from, you know, LA to New York <laughs> or LA to, to South Africa or to um, to Italy again. I love Italy, but I'm not going again unless I have that. And for now, I, of course, I feel like in my lifetime, they're not going to release that because they're going to pretend as if we have to slowly develop our way to get better technology. But planes are so archaic. You have to run, you have to speed down a runway 
speed down it and hope you get enough flight on the air on the wings and get up in the air and you hope that like the air pressure doesn't just like destroy you while you're up thousands of feet in the air um you're just hoping that like it doesn't like the wind doesn't all stop and you just fall to the ground like there's so many things like these extraterrestrial vehicles they don't worry about any of that if you've seen them you, you would know if you understand like those videos are actually real and you see what those extraterrestrial vehicles can do they're not worried about the wind or anything they're not worried about that they have their own technology that's not anything like these planes so i just i hate i hate falsely living in the past for no reason like this is this is just ignorance like and i've seen too much that's really the main reason i don't fly i've seen too much like how am i supposed to see what i've seen and then go back on a plane and risk my life with somebody i don't even know i don't know these pilots so I just, it's just a very challenge. It's, I, I don't have it. I don't care if I'm going to save time. Like this is a dang, these are dangerous. This is a dangerous situations, you know? Um, Ganja Funk in the house. Hello, Ganja. What's up? What's up? Um, he says, what about extraterrestrial kiboshing bottom feeding aliens? Ooh, you know what? Some of these, some of these extraterrestrials are very kiboshing. Um, some of them do not like like there's like you know there's reptilian creatures or aliens whatever you want to call them um and some some of them don't you know they don't have any value for human life the same way the snakes on the earth don't <laughs> they'll bite you in a second you know it's like it's that's the reality so you want to trust the proper um extraterrestrials if you're gonna ever in and be in contact with them but for the majority of the species because it's not just one species there's multiple species while they're telling us in school, oh, there's no other life. We're the only life on the universe. Like, how insane to ever tell us that, to disrespect us. Looking, we, we can go in the night sky and look at all the stars. You know, we can look at the different diversity of life on this planet alone and realize that this there's definitely more life. And it's been here. Like, it's just so, like, it's so frustrating that they, that they would have the audacity to treat us so disrespectfully and um, deprive us of, of information and call it schooling. Like, just tell us, just have us be unschooled then if you're going to lie to us. But it's, that's how brainwashing works. Um, and so, yes, we do have to, we have to, you know, watch out for some of these, um, as Ganja Funk says, these kiboshing, bottom-feeding extraterrestrial aliens. Um, some of them are that way. But the majority want us to live. And if they didn't want us to live, if they were as violent as, as they were in, um, in, what is it, Independence Day, that movie with, with, um, with Will Smith, if they were like that, then we would all be gone already. They would have already harvested our whole planet. Um, and then some, some people say they are right now. Some people say they are drilling and taking all our resources away. I don't, maybe they are, maybe that is the case, but there's enough of them who don't want us to die, who like understand the experiment of us as a being, as a, as a species. Um, they're entertained by us. Um, that's why we're getting abducted and experimented. Like it's, there's just, it goes down a big rabbit hole. I, I actually do a whole, podcast episode on extraterrestrials but i don't know if i could even i don't know what I, I don't know what else i would say other than what i said now like there's not a lot that i can say legally without me getting into a lot of issues um and so i just probably will leave it at that and it's just like once you've seen it let's imagine that you've seen an extraterrestrial um being you've seen one or you've seen a, a spaceship like in person you, you've watched it you've seen it how it moves would you get on a plane afterwards? You've seen the spaceship and how it can just float and hover right above the ground and the high tech top technology that it has. Like you've seen the species that developed this. Like, would you be able to get on it again? Nancy says, no. Nancy, I thought you were cleaning your house. You see, said, <laughs> Nancy said earlier, so I have to do some house cleaning to um, talk to you later. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Nancy. But yeah, Nancy, um, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, you don't, we don't, we wouldn't do that. And so I've had a lot of friends and people tell me like, oh, you're very, <laughs> Nancy said, I got tired. She ain't trying to clean today. Well, Nancy, you need to call some of these extraterrestrials and have them send you some, some of their AI, some of their AI robots that can clean your house for you. <laughs> I'm so excited for the AI cleaners. I'm going to get me an AI cleaner right away. They're going to be so thorough. Oh my God, I can't wait to have an an AI cleaner. I want a really good one though. I want one that's like, that has like, that looks either humanish or just very like, that can do all of it. That can make go on the walls and clean the ceilings if they needed to, like whatever. Like I just want somebody, I want like a extraterrestrial that 
has all the the, bell, the bells and whistles. That's a whole different story, though. We'll do an episode maybe in a few days about a, um, artificial intelligence. I'm very interested in chatting with you guys about that. I know a lot about it. Um, someone says, wow, beautiful robe. Thank you, Rax Cooking. This is my grandfather's robe. He passed away. Um, he passed away... How long has it been? It's been... It's been like four months now. Yeah, it's been like four months he's passed away. But is that right? Time has been flying by this year. It was rough when it happened. I was like in shock. I remember I got the phone call. Um, yeah, but yeah, he, this is his robe. Love it. It's very... He had a lot of style. Search, um, search Ernie Andrews. Um, his music is amazing. He's a jazz singer. And he played at the Hollywood Bowl often. Um, and he was just really traveled the world dressing and he was he was he was amazing as an artist and um a great grandfather you know he went through his things at the beginning but he's you know but just just, just ask Surrey be like hey Surrey play um play Ernie Andrews and then they'll play there's lots of songs so you'll be able to hear hear his songs um shout out to grandpa um miss ya Whew, that's crazy. I got, I got to see him before, though. I got to see him right before. But I didn't even know he was going to pass at that point. I, mean, I, kind of, I knew internally I felt it, but I didn't think that it was going to be as soon as it was. And the things that, how it happened was kind of unpredictable, to be honest. Um, but anyway, let's go back into these extraterrestrial situations. Like, there's, there is no way I'm getting back on a plane after what I've seen. And, I, and it's crazy that I, that I even did. Because I want, because I had seen it. It's been years and years since I've seen it. So I did go and get on a plane when I was in New York. Um, when I went to New York, and I had a miserable experience, all that. But like, and I knew better the whole time. I think that's why the whole time, I'm like, wait, this doesn't have to be this way. Like all this, this whole procedure of air travel, it just, it's so backwards. And I feel like I'm just in the, the Stone Ages or something. Like, what are we doing? It's so disrespectful that they just, they just have us. They have us, like, dumbed down. Like, we're not living at our full potential as a society, you know? And people people wouldn't even trust these extraterrestrial... Um, they wouldn't trust these extraterrestrial spaceships that they have. The government the government even has them on their own. Like, besides the aliens, the aliens, you call them, coming on here, they have their own technology that's here. Like, that's not... It may not be as advanced as the extraterrestrials, but they have their own that they use that, that's not public. And they fly high enough so you can't see them. But then they, sometimes they get petty and come down a little closer. And then people are like, oh, my God, a UFO. Oh, and they freak out. And then their whole family tells them they're crazy. It's just very, like, it's just so sad. I hate living in a, in a world where information is kept from us, um, especially after I've seen it. So, like I say, so, like I, I've said it before, sometimes I wish I didn't know what I knew. All right, but I know. <laughs> didn't know what I knew. Sometimes I wish I didn't know what I know because, like, even when you tell people they don't care, like they don't want to know it and there's, they feel like it's conspiracy or something, which is like the worst thing that ever happened was when people started using the word conspiracy. Like when, it, when imbeciles, when imbeciles started using the word conspiracy, thinking that they can label anything they don't understand as a conspiracy, not realizing that the word itself originated from the CIA cover-up of people who have seen things that are not supposed to be out yet. So they label it conspiracy and then make people who are like, who look who look physically or outwardly crazy? They make they put them on you know media outlets and make them seem like oh my gosh you see this is a conspiracy theory look how crazy they are do you want to be a conspiracy theorist too oh my gosh don't be crazy like them just believe what we tell you because we care about you we want you to do well we care like it's like oh my gosh like are we like are we ever gonna wake up and I and I don't think we're going to you know you know it's just very it's a rough situation. Um, Nancy says, United States is at war. It's probably not even safe to fly. Yeah, we are at war, but we've been at war. Like, this, like, we've never, think about it, we've never ended war, ever. War is so profitable. It's a trillion dollar industry. A trillion dollar industry. Um, and dollars don't even matter. It's about the power and the, the um, control of it. But since day one, since we began America, it's been chaos and war first amongst the Native American, the Native American people. And then beyond that, we've been like taking over other territories and getting involved in everybody's politics internationally. It is just such a, a chaotic time. And I just, I mean, that's not the reason I don't fly, but I, I do understand why that could be a reason. Um, 
but yeah, it's you're right. It's not safe to uh, raw sheep. Cheffer, Cheffer says, "Oh, you smart, smart. You seem crazy. You seem crazy to know what you know." Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. People seem like it's 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 rough. So I like to keep a lot a lot of it to myself, and I chat about it sometimes with my my rockers and Mercuryans. Um, and you know anyone who wants to listen on live and stuff because it feels better it feels less lonely because i know that some people are going to see this and be like oh this is all crazy and conspiracy some people are going to understand it. it it doesn't matter at least i get to say it and it's better than it just being like you talking to random people and that they don't understand especially family you know family is one of the ones who like they'll try to make you seem like oh well back when you were growing up like um, like they, they're so stuck on how you were when you're growing up that they that they don't want to see the new the new information. You think your family's gonna going to um, understand it and, and go along with you and like really, really like take like trust that you're coming to them with real information, but they're just stuck in their their loop, and it's almost like they they want to tear you down even more than the public does, and it hurts you more because you have more connections to the family. For me, it doesn't hurt me at all. I don't care. I don't respect a lot of things my family knows. Like, they don't know enough. My family's not educated enough. A lot of my family's still religious. How am I going to respect them when they're religious? It's hilarious to me. It's laughable. And so, I just listen. To, I just laugh at what they say a lot of times. And I just say what I got to say and keep it moving. And I know what I know. So, it's like, it sucks. But, it's like, I used to want to change them or, like, enlighten them. But you can't. They want to know what they want to know. And they, they're going to they're gonna stick you in a space, like, from way in the past... And they're going to stick you like, well, I remember when you were in diapers. I remember you were in high school. I remember this. I remember that. Hold on. These alarms are going by. Let me drink this. Mm. Mm. Good smoothie. Um, so, yeah, I just, I want people to just be aware that these planes, no matter how new it is, people are like, oh, I'm excited to be on a new plane. I'm on a newer plane. It's a new technology. No, none of this technology is new. It's only what's allowed. They're allowed to fly certain types of planes made a, made a certain type of way with certain types of procedures. But they limit those so that we can feel like we are less technology, techno, uh, so we are less technolo technologically advanced than we are. Part of that reason is because of what humans would do if they had the extent of technology that we that are as available to us if we had we, if we had access to that they're afraid that there there's going to be more competition on the on the higher ranks like there's too much power in, this, in, in, in the technology in their opinion so they feel like if, if everybody knows about it and knows how far we are already then it's going to affect um there's going to be more miniature wars i guess like if you have some of this technology, you don't even, like, you You could be as powerful as some of the countries out there, you know? Already, our phones, at one point when we had our phones, a lot of us as solo individuals, as Americans or wherever we were, our phones were more powerful than, than whole countries before they got before they got cell, cell service or, you know, even to this day, there's a lot of countries that don't have any cell service, but we can do more from this phone than some countries, even right now. Even right now, but back in the day, it was even more when, when these first came out. And this is old technology. This is ghetto. A, this is like a brick phone. You know, there's phones out here. There's screens that bend and things that you don't even need to have a solid anything like this. Like, this is this is made of glass. Like, this is archaic. You know, especially this one. This is an old one. <laughs> My old phone. <laughs> um, this is like, oh, it's not that old. It's probably like, what is it, a few years old? A couple or something. I don't know. Because this, this is the iPhone SE. Um... But yeah, I have like, I, I'm going to get a 13 plus at some point because, you know, why not? I'm on the phone all the time anyways. Um, so it's just that part frustrates me. So I, I can handle it in different rounds. But when it comes, I can handle the, the technology, um, like them lying to us for different, for certain things I can take, I can take it. But when it comes to me traveling and me flying, I, and I can't even, like, I can't fly, the, I can't fly the plane myself. So I got to trust somebody and trust this whole system that is lying to me? No, I'm good. I'm good. And it's uncomfortable. And they're going to put you tight in like a sardine. You know they don't have to do that, right? You know they don't have to have the seat that close together. And it doesn't have to be that comfortable, that uncomfortable. They're trying to get more and more money. So they're already risking our lives for the more money to fit as many people as they can 
adding more weight to the plane, adding more, every, every pound of weight on that plane creates more and more of a possibility of the plane not functioning because that's how that technology works. On these extraterrestrial aircrafts, it doesn't matter how heavy something is. Like, well, I guess there's always a limit to something. You know, you can't like pull the whole planet with the, with the like, you have, there's, a, there's some kind of limit, but it's nowhere near the limits for those um, extraterrestrial um, transportation devices or technology. Is the limit is so much higher than what we have for these planes. Yet they're still risking their lives, just trying to stuff as many people as they can to get all that money for each flight. And then they have the audacity to maybe even switch the pilot. Even if you knew who the pilot was for your, your flight, that pilot could have flown already that day and been tired, or they can switch the pilot last minute. They can legally do that, and they disrespect you at every space of the airport. Like, the whole process, you get disrespected consistently. And I'm just over it. I'm over it. I don't, there's, no, there's no reason. Like, I work from home. I make enough money from home. I don't need to be traveling anywhere fast. If I want to travel, I'm going to take my time and drive. You know, some will say that driving is archaic. And it is. I mean, it's very, especially gas cars. Gas cars are dangerous. You know, all that kind of vibe. I'm hoping to get a Tesla soon. But Teslas are even dangerous, too, in ways. Like, it's just, it's a lot of dangerous. Still, still archaic. As, as futuristic as Teslas look, they're still way behind on technology. Way, way, way behind. Like, so far that... It's like a Tonka toy at this point. Like, with, the, with what's available, it's like a Tonka toy. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And it's... Other people say that, like, there's not, there's not enough of the resources for the type of technology that, you know, these extraterrestrials have because some, the, some of the compounds they use from their home planets and stuff. That's, a, that's an argument. Do you admit that they're not enough for us or something? Okay, that's an argument. But that doesn't mean I want to transport myself on something archaic to get there so that's why that's what i gotta say on planes i've discussed that before but i wanted to make a very clear statement for the people on my podcast so that if people try to pressure me into flying again i can say go watch my podcast on why i why i choose to fly sorry why i choose to drive and take the stairs so now let's go to the take the stairs part because that's another interesting part too mm. now my reason for avoiding elevators at all cost is very similar to um, to the plane situation when it comes to technology, but it also has to do with um, with maintenance. With maintenance, um, now when you get in an elevator, it can seem very um, very normal. It's like, oh, it's a normal thing. I'm gonna press the button, get on the elevator, go up to this floor, like. It's all good, no issue. Um, you know, it's gonna get there quick. It's gonna pull me up. It's nothing. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Um, that's not the case all the time. Like these elevators are not being serviced as often as you think they are. Um, they cost a lot to get an elevator specialist out there, and even when they're there, they're not. They're not usually checking the entire pulley, the the rope that's holding these elevators, like the the metal rope, the, the whole system. They're not able to like really look at the whole section of the system. Like there's, there it could be one missing chain or one worn out part of the elevator that'll have you free free falling the same way they do at Disneyland. Where what is that? What is that right? The, the Tower of Terror. You know, it just takes one little missing screw or malfunctioning something to make you be like the Tower of Terror that's falling down. And there's just so many malfunctionings that go on with that with the sensors on the elevators and. Sometimes they'll be like going down while it's still open and you, somebody can get there decapitated and things like there's been there. That has happened to people um, and it happens really often and more often than people are like are talking about um, because a lot of times these these buildings don't want people to know that this happened at their, at their establishment uh, because they cut corners and didn't pay for, you know, a better elevator or the maintenance has been lapsed and they, they you know, it's it's. It hasn't been seen. It's, it's not oiled up right. You can you can have not put oil on the chains, and then it can fall apart from that. Like there's so many re reasons. And I have friends in luxury buildings, like luxury, expensive, expensive apartments, expensive condos, um, you know, penthouse situations, and they can't like they can't even predict when if their elevator is gonna lock them in for an hour or so. Like that happens. 
that the sensors will just go off and they'll be, they'll be locked in there hoping that the elevator, elevator itself doesn't drop while they're in it. And I think that's just too much of a risk for me. Being in a building already is a little bit of a risk or a lot of a risk. But um, the elevator system is just, I, I don't, there's got to be another way. And I think there, there is, there are other ways, but it's just like these buildings were designed for that archaic system and they're not willing to reconstruct the building or reconstruct the, you know, the elevator shaft at least to, to provide a different route. You know, like it's, I would rather some escalators in there. <laughs> some buildings are not wide enough for escalators, but it's, it's not as safe as y'all think. It's like literally there's a rope pulling you up. I and mean, yeah, the rope may be made of metal or depending on what, depending on where you are, but it's not, it really isn't safe. And I, I would suggest you guys look into some of the tragedies, like air, um, elevator tragedies and things like that. And just when you, like, it looks like you're just walking into a room and the room's going up and down. Like, it's not a big deal. But it's really, it really is a big deal. Like, it's, these buildings, you, you really don't know where they're cutting corners. And these people, like, we, we live in a world where people, like, um, big companies will spend millions and millions of dollars on advertisement and then spend $100,000 on, or maybe even less, on the actual product itself, you know, and pay the people minimum wage. Paying millions just for one spot on a commercial. You know, Skittles, don't you love Skittles? Skittles are so great, yay! And then the actual product itself is worth like less than a cent, like a percentage of a cent. And then most of that money goes to the advertisement on, this, on the package, like the printing they did, and then the actual product itself is leftover cheap sugar with color, food coloring on it. But we're paying for the full brand of it, and the workers who are making this, your Skittles are, you know, not making any money. They're, they're living in like subpar condition. They don't even need Skittles, a lot of them. And so I just like really, I don't trust these companies to keep this already very faulty device, which is the elevator, to keep, for them to keep it maintenance correctly. You know, like I don't want to risk my life on if they maintenance it right. And even if it's well maintenance, it could still fall down. It could still be literally released and the chain can break and just fall all the way down. Some of them have some fail locks, some sort sorry, some fail safe, so if it falls, it only can go down to a certain amount. But um it's a lot of weight in those elevators. So for it to be able to even pull quickly, there has to be a lot of space under it afterwards. You know, there can't be there gotta be space above and space down. So there's no like if it starts falling, it's just done. It's done. I don't want that for my life. So I'd rather take the stairs. They're solid. I go walk up my stairs. Um, I put my good running, walking shoes on. Feel really good afterwards. Feel feel energized. You know, if I'm with a group of people and they're taking the elevator, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to see y'all up there. I'm going to get, I mean, where are the stairs at? I, I, I ask the front desk person, hey, where are the stairs for this building? I'm like, oh, um, okay, they're over there, but you're going to need to get an access up or whatever. I'm like, um... That's the only, that's the hard part. Sometimes you have to go, sometimes if you're with people, you got to have them go, if they're going up the elevator, then you have to either get a key to get to the next level, to the, to the floor, or um, have them unlock the door for you when you get up there. Like that's like sometimes challenging, but I just tell these people at the front desk, like I do not take elevators, so where are the stairs at? Um, to me to get to this level, and can you let me up if I don't like, is there a way? Is somebody somebody who can let me up when I'm up there? I mean, or maybe I don't need to be in that building. Maybe I don't need to be in that building. It's it's a little tougher in New York because some of them, some of the stairways are like emergency exits or something, which is like they have to have stairs. They have to have stairs for like purpose purposes of you know emergencies. But sometimes like you don't you get to the level you're trying to get to and it really is locked from the inside. So annoying, so frustrating how they do that. But I guess it's security. But like. If that's the case, then they need to have somebody let me up, or the, or that person gonna walk up the stairs with me. That's not my fault. I'm not getting on your death trap elevator just for just because you want to lock your your stairs. Like I'm taking them stairs. Like I do not trust you guys. I don't trust these elevators. Like they will drop on you in a second. People get locked in them all the time. Like, and I've worked closely with like people who have big buildings and. It's just very expensive, you guys, to maintain them. So I just, 
you don't be surprised that people are cutting corners and risking your life. You can't sue them after you done fell to the elevator. You know, like it's, you already passed away by that point. And if you do survive it, you're gonna be so damaged that it's like, why did you trust him in the first place? Like, why did you get on this elevator? I don't know, I'm over it. I'm not getting on those again. I'm over that. So, it's not a fear. It's a reality. It's a reality that of how economics work when you when you own a building, when you own a commercial property, and where they cut corners at, and that happens to be one of the places they cut corners. They shouldn't, but corners get cut there a lot. Corners get cut there very often. Mm -mm -mm. Um. Someone's asking, where's my drink today, boss? I'm drinking a smoothie. Um, okay, so I really feel that that kind of like sums up why I choose to drive and why I choose to, um, to take the stairs. And I hope that some of you guys can hear that out. I'm not telling you to live in fear. I'm telling you to be aware of just the realities that we currently live in. Like it's this is not like, a, oh, I'm afraid it's going to crash. And this is like, yeah, it may crash. It's all this, like, I'm just, I just don't want to be involved in archaic technology when we are in a world where technology is thriving and behind the scenes, the stuff that's not released to us. When something is released to us as the public, as a general public, that has been out for over 10 years. That technology has been there for over 10 years and they release it to us as if we're, as if we're like dogs getting a new toy or something. Like, they don't care about us like that. Like, they really think we're dumb. They think that we're like, oh, like, like all these silly people, let's just give them whatever we want to give them. Like, that's something that's going to make them non-threatening. You know, like the, same, the same way you don't give a kid a um, a sharp object or something. Like, that's how they're treating us. They're treating us with kid gloves, technology-wise. So, that's what I want to say on that. Um, I hope you guys are very aware of your, of your transportation advice event. And then I'm, before I get off of here, I'm gonna get off in a second. What's up, Heather? Good to see you, Heather. Great to see you. Before I get off of here, I just wanna discuss again um, why I also quit, you know, my um, processed foods and, you know, any, cause even, even if you're vegan, you can still eat processed foods, technically. Some of those are technically vegan, they say, but the processedness are just so damaging. So I wanted to talk about a video I'd seen that was discussing how like diabetes and pancreatitis or whatever these, these things like um how a lot of these ailments are caused by um the wheat the wheat that we're eating the white the white flour the um the white sugar the rice um it's just so many things that affect that can affect your immune system and tear apart your your liver your liver trying to process these the white sugars and stuff and like and they say that um the the brown sugar is just the white sugar dyed with caramel like which is even worse for you so it's not like you're getting maple syrup it's just like they're just lying to us about these types of sweeteners and th these things are in your food they're in your bread they're in your pasta they're in your pasta sauce they're in so many things your fries even for some place like mcdonald's has all kind of ingredients in their french fries so You'd be surprised of where these things are in your food and how they affect you over oh God, over the long run and how they shut down your organs. And you need these organs. You know, we gotta take care of our bodies. And so it just, it encouraged me to go even more like focused and um, intensely on not like having cheat days where I'm eating, you know, maybe I'm eating a pizza or something or I'm eating, um, a vegan burger but the bun is like a regular wheat bun there's sugar in that bun there's wheat there's yeast there's like regular table salt which is toxic too you know like it's just, there's so many toxins out there that we just got to be aware of so that we're not over over consuming them and deluding ourselves by thinking that they're oh it's, it's okay it's, it's healthy it's fine i'm just gonna eat this it's still a veggie burger no you can be a, veg, a veggie, a vegetarian, a vegan, and still get these um, diabetes and things like that, or like these ailments um, from these toxic chemicals. You know. Um, let's see. Landon said, "This is what I go by. Live your life. 
the way that makes you happy. That's idiotic, to be honest, <laughs> Lyndon. Um, somebody said, live your life the way that makes you happy. That's because you can be happy eating the most terrible things, and then you end up miserable the rest of your life. You end up sick, you know, having bags on your body and having to have surgeries and all kind of things. It's because you lived your life the way that makes you happy. Like, people are happy eating Skittles. People are happy pouring, like, eating, drinking liters of Diet Coke a day. And then losing their like, then they get sick. They get sick, and the family gets sick. Like it's just no, that's not happiness. That's like a temporary, blissful ignorance. You know, that's the blissful ignorance. And so I hope that people choose not to live in blissful ignorance. I mean, of course, there's going to be some things we're always ignorant of. We're constantly learning. But when you know something, it's up to you at that point to take action towards it. Even if you can't fully change it, like I can't change how the flying system is. I would love to be able to change it. I do know how it could be alternative. The alternativeness of it but like i don't i don't have the power to make that the new standard to where we use more advanced flying technology than we have now i don't have that power to do that this is a governmental situation but i do know now and i do my best to stay away from things that aren't don't make sense to me like i don't i still don't get why people go on a plane and jump off of it so they can be um they can do jet like what do you call it um skydiving and stuff i don't understand that it's like so bizarre to me um, but people like it. People like the rush of it. I love the rush of a nice, beautiful walk at the, at the beach. You know, the, the most dangerous part about a walk at the beach is driving to the beach. <laughs> you know? Um, so I just, it's a lot. But thank you guys so much for coming on. I'm going to get off now so that I can go and do my little yoga practice on the Instagram Live. If you guys want to follow me on there, it's at Rock Mercury on Instagram. So I'll be, I'll be, um, doing a little yoga moment and then I will, um, and then from there, I'm going to go to my um, to my party today. I have a party to go to, so I can't do lunch with you guys. But I'll be back tomorrow or tonight. If I get back in time, if I'm not too tired after the um, after the Calabasas party, then I will come back on tonight and chat with you guys with some tea, do a little recap of the day, um, and we'll see. We'll see how that works out. But, yeah, so for the, for the yoga moment on Instagram Live, I'm just going to do a leaded kind of stretching moment. It's not going to be too intense. Because I just want to kind of get back into the flow of it. I want to um, build up some more muscle for my new photo shoot coming out. And I, yeah, I just want to make that happen. So, toast to you guys. Mm. Stay hydrated and stay safe as you can. Stay educated as you can. I think safety and edu edu like being really educated, not like what they tell you, like really learn deep, learn for yourself. There's so many resources out there. Sometimes it's challenging to decipher which was real or not, but you're, I follow follow your intuition on like if you think something's like not real or something, you can like kind of look into it more. Because sometimes your intuition is wrong too. But like sometimes you just want to like you can feel this if some information seems off, so you can like research it even more to see what the core of the, of the situation is. So, all right, rockers and Mercurians, rockmercury.com in the bio, link in the bio, bio.